Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash deconversion. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Converters. Ooh, I have a new opening. <laughs> this is deconversion therapy. I'm Karen, and that is Bonnie. That's me. It is. And we have forgotten to reintroduce ourselves. And since we have new listeners, maybe, we wanted sure. to say that we're two really hot women who <laughs> talk <Stop>. about <laughs> our IQs. And we met each other. I still think we were one year old because I moved to Florida when I was less than one. And And I got there when I was one and a half. So, yeah. Oh, so now I understand. Anywho, um, we have known each other. We went to elementary Baptist school together, Baptist church. I went to the Baptist college. She did a little bit. Um, I was on fire for Christ. I was doing my quiet time. Doodly do. I was a missionary to Thailand. And I was not. Nope. She was my mission <laughs> I was a missionary field. to the heathen people in Los Angeles entertainment industry. <laughs> did not you really. share God's word? No, you did not. Um, no. <laughs> but, you know, you glossed right over the fact that we went to church all through high school, even though we went to the secular high school, and then went to what was like a continuation of that. Our Baptist college was affiliated with our church, and we were roommates there for two years. So yep. it was like... There was some glue. There was a with. lot. There was a lot of glue. And so I think what eventually happened is we didn't lose touch. We just didn't talk very often because I did not like her. And Because we are of the age where if you are living overseas and I'm living somewhere really far away, it was just letter writing. Right, right. And I think even when... My husband and I returned to the States. It was, you know, we were just not living in the same state, etc. But we both left the church for our own reasons at different times. And then when we started reminiscing about all the hilarious things from our church days, that's when we got, like, interested in doing a podcast. So that's, that's that. Um, And then I wanted to also say subscribe, rate, review. What else are you doing during lockdown besides being horrified? Um, You can do that. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You're really building it up for a pleasant, entertaining atmosphere. What else are you doing besides being horrified? (laughs) I'm telling you, I, I am currently miserable. I think oh, I no. I know. I think it's been a few days. I think I am actually depressed. I do tend towards depression. I do have anxiety. I am on meds. Yay, yay. But it's 
I think it's really been getting to me lately. I'm not sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like I want to be around people. It could be. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong, people. (laughs) No, let's, yeah, let's read this right. Um, It could be that I am annoyed that people are being around people. It could be sort of that hopeless feeling like, oh, great. I'm the goody two-shoes again. Doing again, that yep. is that is exactly what it is. We are the goody two shoes again. I'm religiously wearing my mask when I walk yeah. around in common areas, when I go to the grocery store, yeah, because because Andrew Cuomo said that it is irresponsible not to. And doctors say it, and as I've said before, my very conservative, uh, you know father who's a physician it's like what is everyone doing why you know it's <laughs> insane so I feel like there's a tad of hopelessness definitely helplessness but I'm feeling a bit of that hopelessness that I don't like but I just have to accept is what I'm going through right now but there are times in life where you can go, all right, I can't change what this person is doing, but it's not emitting something that'll kill me. Right. And those are easier to tolerate. Yeah. When I see them blatantly walking around. I So earlier this week, I sent Karen a picture of this turd. <laughs> and I hope no one's offended by me calling this fuckhead a turd. <laughs> But I sent Karen a picture of this guy. He was standing in the middle of Trader Joe's on his cell phone for at least five minutes because I passed him a couple of times from a distance. He had no mask on, and he's standing there on the cell phone just, you know, yelling loudly like he wants everybody to know what business he's Uh, in. Of course. And he's talking about switchers and other lingo (laughs) with somebody on the other end. And I don't know what that is. It could be electric or something like that. Um, So I had just read an article, too, that said, if you talk loudly, your droplets can stay in the air from like up to nine minutes or something like Mm -hmm. that. And I thought, great. Now, if I go past his cloud, you know, I'm glad I have my mask on, but I was wearing my mask to keep you from my droplets, not me from yours. And it's going on any of the food coverings, the produce. I'm That's telling right. you, I yep. am just, it's. And when I come home mm. and wash everything, I'm like, okay, this is washing off the person who I don't know who was standing there spitting and talking. Right. Wash oh, off the. Oh, my those. God connectors or whatever he was saying but what is that rebellion so in the store that day i counted four people who didn't have their masks on and they have limited people around so you run into them as you're shopping and you see them so it was it was everybody from all walks there was middle-aged lady there was old guy um uh, and then there was this turd and his girlfriend both of them together being rebels. Yeah. And it's okay to rebel against some things, but not at the cost of other people. And that's what I just don't get. 
That's I'm sorry. I'm so angry. I'm angry. So we had, um, which is really nice, our neighborhood every once in a while gets a food truck to come and they send out the menu and everything ahead of time so that it's pre-ordered and you can just pick it up. Uh, my husband did this before. Everyone was masked. They were six feet apart. They would just you know, number 28, they would get it and they would go. And the people doing the food were all masked up, gloved up, etc. So today, he and my daughter walked down to the food truck and they sent a picture back of just a horde of people, <laughs> no masks, because Tennessee, you know, has started opening up. People here, it is related to religion. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to bring up a familiar name for you, but um, yeah. How is it related to religion? So the evangelicals especially have seen this in a few ways. One is God's the author of everything. He will protect those who need to be protected. Oh, also, okay. I am an evangelical, so I get my news from these, you know, bad sources that include Fox. And, hey, we've flattened the curve here in Tennessee, which we sort of have. It's looking a lot better than they thought, but it All doesn't right, that account. doesn't mean we're at zero. Nope. And um, and it doesn't mean, yeah, we're not going to make it spike because we let everything suddenly go. But my husband showed me the other day that there is now hopefully viral thing from Sandy Patty. Remember her? Yeah. And she you said viral and I quivered. I know. Journal. Shivered. Quaked. <laughs> So she's sitting in a, a very luxurious Lazy Boy chair, and she gets on there and says, I found out yesterday I do have COVID, going to lay low, I'd been traveling or whatever it was, but she said, I want you to hear this, COVID is not fake news. And just an evangelical saying that, yeah. Is so controversial, which is insane. <laughs> what? It's insane. I can't. How is, that, how is that controversial? Where do we live? I oh don't know what's happening. It is. I'm just, I'm worn out. And I think that's the thing. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm staying at home. Okay, I guess I am going to have longer weird term effects of not socializing <laughs> because I'm going to be so paranoid when it comes time to or no you know what you're going to have long term effects because you're still alive that is a good one and uh, that I'm protecting if, if only we could be controlling our own futures though oh i know if that were the case yeah i i'm with you so anyway yeah, if it was a darwin award kind of scenario that'd be different. Right. And every other country. So Australia is on super lockdown, including that there are rumors that they may close in and out flights there for up to 18 months. 
which means <laughs> it's so well. It sounds funny, but it's also very... no, no, no. I'm I'm laughing at like what a what a what a treat that would be for them to uh, not have us come. <laughs> except, yeah, I was gonna say that. Then the sad part that'll make you feel like shit. If anything happens to my husband's elderly parents. Well, wouldn't they make some exceptions? No, no. Like, that's the whole thing. But right now, if you end up going to Australia, they put you in a five-star hotel for 14 days, which I might just go for that. (laughs) Um, Here is the new plan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it's everything is... And it's so frustrating because I love America. I love that we're independent, you know, as well, people. Be, like be more specific. Is it only the freedom of speech? That I love? Yeah. Well. Like the freedom. The freedom to what? Speak? I and think that's it? From the other, you know, country I have lived in, it, it Freedom to speak and, like, this individuality does make for more just generally open people um, and open conversation. And there's just a whole different kind of feeling that I definitely love about America. Mm -hmm. But I am definitely also getting really pissed at the people who not only— aren't doing anything to protect other, you know, people and strangers, but they're they're flaunting it and they're bragging right. about it. That is yeah. what drives me insane. So, yeah. So, I'm yeah. in a shitty, weird mood. Cheer me up. <laughs> Cheer you up. Um <laughs> Uh, well, I will tell you that uh, much like your food truck, I sent you a picture. The first day we had this phase one of opening here in Palm Beach County, they allowed the parks to open back up. Okay. So you think, oh, it's just, you know, I'll go with my dog and go for a walk or my family will go. But um, there were plenty of guys playing basketball with their shirts off mm-hmm. and as in normal times, I would make a different joke about that. But now all I think is sweat, huffing and puffing and being close to each other. And you can't cover somebody in a basketball game if you're six feet away. So True. the six feet thing was immediately thrown out the window. Um, and then a truck was involved, an ice cream truck. And there were piles of people around with no masks on. Piles. Yeah. I think it's super close together, like a, like a concert. And that's the thing. And like, I really hope anyone, all our listeners know where we're coming from. If they are like, oh, I'm fine. Like have at it uh, away from me, elderly people. I'm not elderly or, (laughs) um, yeah, but, but that's the thing. I I, I don't want to kill the people I come in contact with. Maybe I don't get sick. Yeah. But why I don't have the right to hurt somebody else. Right. And it's I really bought into the Kool-Aid of do unto others, didn't I? Didn't yeah. you? Yep. And, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't either. I just don't see it happening really anywhere. And that's again another nail in the coffin of 
current everyday Christians, mostly evangelical, but definitely across the board where it is very personalized. God loves me. God is looking out for me, my parking spot. He's curing (laughs) my this and that. And so, yeah, yeah, there's this very, you know, he loves me. It's centered on themselves. I I will give you the, the good part of today is I had to go to the other grocery store where they have, you know, Lysol and such. Um, and, and stock up on real life, boring things. So, and that's the bigger one that was Publix. So I go in and I haven't been there in three months and, uh, I was really impressed. There weren't that many people in there. Everyone was staying apart. Everyone had a mask on until I got to (laughs) the the checkout. And then here is the family who's like, "Mm -mm." right. And (laughs) I'm like, guess what? I'm not going to be behind you in line. So I just left. Um, oh, and at one point I got mouthy with a, a an old guy and um, he was walking by me and he had his mask down on his chin and I just said, it doesn't work that way. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> that's all I, that's all I have to say about that. I think I'm sorry. if I go out anywhere, which I have not even gone in a store, um, that I'm just going to write, I'm judging you on my mask. I'm going to do it. I don't freaking care. But, yeah. Um, so so those are our tales. So feel free to send us your tales from, from whatever uh, evangelical world you're living in. I would love for people to share that. Yeah. You know, and, if anybody's kind mm-hmm. of on the cusp where they're still going and... Um, telling us what the communities out there are really talking about. Yeah, exactly. And like we said the other week, this has been a very difficult time for Bonnie and I to stay up and funny and, and, you know, in that comedic mood. So this is just going to be what it is because we want to be very also realistic so if you um, are like, wow, they're not as cheery as usual, it's because we're mad at non-mask <laughs> It's because <wearers>. life. Yeah. <laughs> so this week, what have so- you got for us, Bonnie? <laughs> well, I went to the diagnostic center. The blood Which store. shall remain nameless. <laughs> but John Mulaney mentioned it in his most recent stand-up. So if you know what that means, that's where I went to get the antibody test. Um, because I got really sick in February and thought, oh, this would be interesting to know if I already had it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that means that you're immune, but I just kind of wanted to know, thinking maybe I will trick myself into going, hey, it's not a death sentence if you get it, which obviously it's not, but it's nice to feel a little secure. Right. Um, The doctor called immediately on Monday morning and said, you don't have any antibodies. (laughs) I was like, ah, crud. Yeah. Um, Although we've also heard that those tests aren't 100% accurate. I so know. Yeah. I'm going to still be hopeful. <laughs> I was hopeful that they were sick. Um, so anyway, so I go into the center 
They have you sign in with your phone. That's great. There were three people sitting there, so already to me it felt like it was too close, but I didn't want to touch the door and go back outside. Yeah. So I stood there. I didn't sit down because I didn't want to touch the arms of the chair and have all my clothing touch. God knows who was sitting on the chair before me and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, because those are the worst places. Hospitals, yeah, clinics, guess what? all that. Yeah, you go to have your blood checked. Something's going on. Um, so, so you go through the front part, then you go through the middle part. And I didn't sit down in the chair to be taken in. I just gave her my information. And then when she gave me my, my, my insurance card back, I, I sprayed it down with my little hand sanitizer stuff, stuck it back in my pocket. Anyway, so I don't know if this was strange to her, but we go into the tiny room where she's going to take my blood. And she says, okay, have a seat right there. And I said, do I have to? And I was in a really subdued mode mm-hmm. of talking because um, I'm pretty sure I had taken a chip of Xanax to just <laughs> go be exposed to people, get it done. So I said, do I have to? And she goes, um, yeah, you have to, to have it, to have your blood taken. And I said, I said, all right. And I sit down and she goes, what are you afraid of? And I said, everything. She goes, what's the matter, baby? Don't you believe in Jesus? <laughs> like, okay, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first, don't you believe in Jesus? Not even the positive way. So it's, uh, you know, it's there's a reprimand in the question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I didn't say anything back to her except, well, I'm trying not to kill people. I think you could give me a break. And so I just sat there and didn't make any kind of any kind of reaction when she poked my arm you to take my blood. I was her. like, "Don't get not going to give her the satisfaction. satisfaction." I was like, "Watch this lady, nothing." <laughs> so not she even took blood. my blood. Not <laughs> take my blood. Go ahead. Um, missed the vein a few times. I don't care. So she took it, made sure that was me, and I was out of there. Um, but it got me to thinking, like, is that how people witness? I know. I mean, she gets a nice load of people in here every day. Yeah. She could be doing other things besides, you know, what's the matter? Don't you believe in Jesus? And, of course, anyway. here we get it all the time, leaving Walgreens or whatever. Have a blessed day. Um, you know, that kind of thing, which... I'm torn about the word blessed because I kind of can see, you know, that it could maybe go both ways, but I know it doesn't. Right. Yeah. It's like they've appropriated that word. Or, or quote, we did. Either way, I think the intention is, you know, just slipping in that, hey, we're all on the same Jesus team here in the South. (laughs) Have a godly day. Nope, that doesn't work like blessed. (laughs) At least they're not making it two syllables. Have a blessed day. Oh, that'd be better. Because then I'd be like, are you in a cult? Tell me about it. What's wrong with you? Right. (laughs) Can I go live with your people (laughs) and and eat from the earth the food that we grow? Yeah. (sighs) Anyway, so that got me to thinking about witnessing at work. And I asked some people on the Facebook group if they had some stories and they had some really good stuff to tell. And so I just thought, well, you know what? Let's talk about how we have been on both ends of it. 
yeah. and um, and what witnessing at work is like. Um, so I will start off by telling you, there is a guy, a man, who works at one of the buildings where I work. I realt. I'm a realtor. And he and I have known each other for years now. And I really don't like to get very um, personal with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly happy joking around. But in the past maybe eight months, he started being very, uh, very obvious that he's telling me that he believes in Jesus. Yeah. And he'll start saying like, well, the God I know, blah, 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 right. blah, blah, The God I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So the God he knows, um, let's see. His pastor uh, has given out a pastor. challenge. <laughs> right. So um, let's see. The God he knows, and this came about from me laughing at somebody's picture, a picture of someone's dog. The God he knows says not to dress your beasts in human clothing. He said that when you're talking about a picture of a dog dressed in clothes it might not have been a dog dressed in clothes (laughs) or or i might have said something like oh my god a dog in a bow tie nothing makes me happier right something like that yeah so so then i googled it uh like what part of the bible says don't dress you know your animals (laughs) in human clothing (laughs) i couldn't find anything um Oh, however, man. he's in a cult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, uh, of course, it led me down this nice little pathway to um, a, a site that has Christian T-shirts for dogs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> I was going to read you a few of those, uh, and it's okay. So, um. I like this one because it really works for a dog and a dog's attire needs. Not perfect, just forgiven. And I know that at least we can post some of these things. (laughs) Um, There's one with Noah's Ark. (laughs) Well, they love to look at animals on their shirts where they can't make their heads look that way. So that's good. Yeah, and guess what? There's notoriously not a pit bull in Noah's Ark on this picture of this dog's back. That's right. Um, there's also one where... <laughs> and I wonder what anybody would think if they saw this dog walking <laughs> There's like a big circle and then an oval with a dark thing. And it's the... It's Jesus on Easter, rolling the rock away, coming out of the tomb. And it has a... I guess. Why does it have a slash through it? (laughs) It doesn't have a slash. It's a circle. Okay. And then this other (laughs) rock-shaped thing to the left. Does it just... But it looks like a a ring on its side. Uh, Like a ring with a stone, an onyx stone that you would wear. I'll send it to you. Well... And then there's one that has a J and a three and a one and a six and a plus sign, which I realized was a cross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, there. So is this the dog owner's version of witnessing? Like, I'm going to be walking, <laughs> someone's going to see it, and there's the conversation? Um, wow. There's also one that says FBI, Jesus. 
because it means firm believer in Jesus. How did they know the dog is a Christian? <laughs> I just like that perfect just forgiven because I uh, is it dogs? like <laughs> Fisher of dogs. Or I pooped. I pooped on my mom's bed. Not perfect. Just give it. <laughs> um, so anyway, sorry for that little. What do you call them? Wormhole thing. Yep. I went down a hole. Um, so so yeah. So this guy was telling me about the God he knows says don't dress your beasts. However, he has also told me a lot of dirt on some people who live there, mm. which I don't think is congruent with the message of Christ. Um, he's also told me uh, by using very, very not secret language that he smokes weed, <laughs> probably on the job. Bonnie, I smoke weed <laughs> here. <laughs> with he, my naked oh. <laughs> dog. Yeah. Oh, he also told me, because I will make plenty of Xanax jokes, because I just think, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, that's why pills were invented, and just dumb things like that to make it not as much of a stigma mm-hmm. if I have to take a chip of a Xanax to deal with stuff. Um, I'm okay with that. And uh, he said once when I made a joke like that, I can tell you a natural way to not have to use things like that. And I was like, well, are you going to be telling me about how you smoke weed to get over that or about Jesus? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just, Take I just your shut that one down. Yeah. Um, all right. So that was my, <laughs> that was one of them. Um, why don't you share one? Well, mine, I'm trying to think workplace because... Uh, first of all, at our Baptist college, I was thinking of this the other day. I almost didn't graduate because it looked like <laughs> I was missing two hours of workship. Work- Tell the people what workship is. Now, listen, people. Workship. <laughs> if I, my dog has a T-shirt that says, I love workship. It is um, a, where you volunteer and that. It's volunteer hours is really what it is. And in fact, I did my workship at some places that weren't Christian at all, some very heavily Jewish. But uh, yeah, I remember. And they were sending in, sending you in there as a, a covert witness. That's right. <laughs> They're like, okay, just pray over all of them. Uh, but I'm trying to think I know that there was always, especially here in the South, you know, people can have Christian businesses. So it's always tricky figuring out if they're a Christian business or Mm -hmm. they're just a Southern business (laughs) because they almost mean the same. I went down our main street here, which is one of America's cutest main streets, and just took pictures of all the religious stuff, and it's mm-hmm. insane. Inside stores, outside stores, the names of stores. The One of them has a little church inside, and this is like a multi-million like dollar. Like a hospital? What do you mean? Okay. A Let church inside. See. I'll post pictures of it, but it sells expensive clothes and hipster cute things and all that. 
but it has plaques about God, and then it has built inside a tiny little um, church. And you go in, and there's little tags that you can write your prayer on and then hang it up. And there's thousands of those prayer requests everywhere. Wow. And I just want to be nosy and be like, oh, look, Susan is stressed out about her boyfriend, Max, who's, yeah, but. I recognize this handwriting. You've got an STD. (laughs) So everything here is, you know, just hugely Christian. And so I never know, like, oh, did that person go out of bounds by saying that or not? Yeah. Wow. But I can tell you um, ones about school, but let's let's move on with some other ones you have. All right. So I was showing people a condo, talking to the people about um, what their business was, and he ran a Chick-fil-A, or he didn't run it. He owned a Chick-fil-A or something like that. Right. And we got to talking about my favorite part of Chick-fil-A, which I said was the hot pickle like the warm pickle, oh. you know, when it's on the sandwich. Yeah. And I always said, it's the weirdest thing, but I love that stupid pickle on there. And he goes, well, you know, it, actually, that pickle is very well researched. <laughs> so the pickle is a very specific thing to that sandwich. I, I and, get um, extra pickles if I ever go to jesus chicken yeah and they're so slimly cut and they yep there's just something about it so he did tell me that um and and he gave me a a you know like his way of witnessing was to give me a card for a free chick-fil-a sandwich and i was like "Ooh, a chick-fil-a sandwich (laughs) but see we use them but yeah we've so so he gives me the card for the Chick-fil-A sandwich. The realtor with him gives me a card inviting me to church. I'm like, buddy, uh, <laughs> your friend's Chick-fil-A sandwich card <laughs> trumps your invitation because it's easy to hand that out. Um, uh, in, in, our, in our office, I've had left on my little desk – um, a card to invite me to holiday services at their church. Mm-hmm. That's nothing new, right? Right. Okay, so speaking of cards, there was somebody on our Facebook group. I told her that we would just be kind of broad and paraphrase what she mentioned to us. She said that there was a day not too long ago where she was at the register of a store where she works. A man came up to her and handed her a business card, and it said, It's all about <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So she said she doesn't think that she looked particularly heathenish that day. Um, So maybe because she was younger than the average shoppers and people working in there, she wasn't Jesus-y enough. Um, So that was from Sarah. I thought that was funny. And then somebody else piped up to her comment that he's constantly cleaning tracts. and cards out of the building where he works. <laughs> Can you imagine constantly cleaning up that stuff? Because um, one of my favorite comedians was Mitch Hedberg, and he said, when people hand me a pamphlet, it's like, here, you throw this away. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. And, I mean, the pamphlets are the most boring, you know, and 
when they try and make them exciting, they turn out even worse. Right. So there's no good delivery of the gospel <laughs> on a pamphlet. Except apparently, as we learned a couple weeks ago, from the lady who decided Jesus was the answer to her husband and he created Jews for Jesus. Because she left right. pamphlets around the house. <laughs> I blame her for was... so much of this. Except the Chick-fil-A sandwich coupon. That was good. Um, so um, let's see. So there. So another person on our Facebook group replied, um, you know, do you have a few hours to hear how my boss witnesses to me? I'm like, what? <laughs> so, she, so all these people on the group said, yeah, bring it on. So she posted this thing that she gave her. It's a whole page of information and it quotes several Bible verses. And it's, Is it it's, personalized or you mean like a pamphlet? It's not a pamphlet. It's as though she has a, she's written this word document oh, no. and put it up here and she's got, and it's on three hole punch. So, you know, <laughs> it's legitimate, <laughs> but it's talking about breaking ties with people. Um, and how certain, you know, if you're bound to somebody for fellowship and growth in the Lord, that's one thing. But being tied to people for certain, you know, in certain ways can also be used to the devil's advantage. Then it goes yes. on talking about sexual union and how God had decided, you know, two marriage partners were one before God. Um, um, but. You don't have any idea of how promiscuity outside of marriage scatters our souls and destroys our ability to be committed to one person. Um, and that that opens the door for generational curses to come into our family line. And I'm thinking, does that mean like the curses of unwanted children? What does that mean? Curses. It means, so I've heard that whole spiel myself, and it's like you have made spiritual ties with everyone you sleep with so that that means they can still be there, and you pass down any spiritual doobie-joo to (laughs) your children, um, hmm. But they like to say future generations to make it more dramatic. And that, you know, two, uh, two down might be promiscuous. Three down might get cancer. I mean, oh it my can gosh. mean anything. And so you do these things where you, quote, break generational curses yeah. by praying over them. and Well, that's all what's that. coming next. <laughs> so well, I would think any... Three hole punch <laughs> list that says curse in it to an employee is just crossing a line. Well, um, and of course, one of the lines in there said something about sexual involvement can form tentacles that are difficult to recognize. And I've, I, of course, read the word testicles and I didn't read it close <laughs> enough. Um, but it talks about how you can have feelings and thoughts of a former lover after oh, years yeah. of not even being in contact with the person. Well, uh, it, that's called memory. I know. But <laughs> then it but talks about, like you spirit. said, demonic spirits, and can they can take advantage of these ungodly ties. And, um, and then it goes on to quote 
um, Hamor, I guess, and Shechem, and uh, a lot of Old Testament names, and the Babylonians, and how ladies are defiled. And P.S., if a guy's defiling a lady, how is he not responsible for that? Right. And P.S., how <laughs> in any world is a boss talking to an employer about sex? <laughs> Apart from religion, you're addressing sex this whole time. Yeah. How is that not harassment? But... um <laughs> I am calling so, Ronan Farrow as <laughs> So we then speak. it gives a a sample of what to say to break it off, you know, I guess you're tied to this person. Um and then my favorite part of of it is at the bottom it says, "Oh, by the way, it's also important to break ties with people um who you might have used drugs with or shared needles with." <laughs> like what? <laughs> So, <laughs> sex, defiling, oh, yeah, and, and, and drug use, too. So. And P.S., can you get that file on my desk by four <laughs> that I was telling you about? I mean, I'm going to need that on three-hole punch. <laughs> how do you then, you receive it, and then the next time you see them, like, what do you do as an employee? Do you respond like, thank you for the memo, or I haven't gotten to it, or I th- I've put it in my binder of yours. I think it might be just I a keep- sharing thing. So uh, maybe you can um, just not address it. Just perhaps. tiptoe around that. Yeah. Um, so that one, that one baffled me. Um, uh, then I was also going to mention, let's see, uh, I, I don't think that I ever worked anywhere where I felt inclined to witness to people. Um, Wait, I, you never worked anywhere or where you never I felt, were anyone? <laughs> where I felt inclined to witness to anybody. <laughs> I, I did it at school when I was younger, but when I started working, I was 17 and... Nobody at the store where I worked, they were kind of they were kind of worldly ladies, so I just kind of ducked my head and watched them drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Me too. Because you enter at that age and people are older and they're talking about stuff you have no clue, mortgages. Not and mortgage. Going here and there, and you're like I sound really stupid if I'm like, do you want to come to my church? So <laughs> right. you just um, I was in this little group of three girls from uh, the store where I worked. I was like, I'll drive, <laughs> which meant I have an excuse to not drink with you. So All right. yep. they were real happy. Um, <laughs> so the... Uh, the other, the, okay, so this is a moment I'm not proud of. I, when I ran a store, there was one girl who worked there, woman, whatever, uh, and she always talked about how she was a Christian and blah, 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 but she had this way of manipulating people, and if she was done with work, she wouldn't finish what she had going on, and she would just leave, and it was like, these are her rules, and we all have to just live by them, and I had had it. And so finally she got in a fight with somebody and was talking about how bad her relative was for being gay. And I was like, you know what? I've had it. 
you keep talking about how you're a Christian and you do not behave like one. And I am tired mm-hmm. of it. And I went off and I'm not proud of it, but it, it's just, it can, it can be an awful thing when you, when you spew your hatred yeah. all in the name of Jesus. Well, I just want to let you know, I found a 81 ways to witness in general. <laughs> and I just want to leave you with a few more that I feel you could do. All right. Uh, number six, um, rent out an auditorium and preach slash show a Jesus film. That's not true. You have to rent yep. out space. <laughs> uh Number eight is carry a cross <laughs> just to make it not uh, obvious. Excuse me. Where can I put this cross? <laughs> so you're going in somewhere. I've had um, to bear this for a while here. <laughs> hold a neighborhood Bible study and barbecue. Man, I would get pissed if I went to a barbecue. Um, my favorite. You go for the at- food and you find out for the witnessing. Did you bring your Bible? Um, My favorite, uh, nope, I've got a lot in this. Um, One is ask them where they're going to go when they die. Uh, (laughs) Die was capitalized in this one. Oh, so this has to be, oh my God, this has to be written by someone, maybe not English speaking, (laughs) because a lot of this. Okay, ready? Mm. I got to take a breath. (laughs) Number 21, stand on a busty street corner. Stop. Wait. With a you got to repeat it. I didn't understand it. Oh, my God. Stand on a busty street corner with a, quote, Jesus sign. A busty street corner. (laughs) 22, quote, Jesus picket line. Um, 25, street drama. Drama is with two M's. Street drama? Is that like reenacting things like you did? I guess. I don't know, but this is great. Um, I, oh, get a group of friends together to go to a public area, play. I love the, the quotes we're using here. Play hacky sack. I knew it. I knew it was going to be hacky When sack. more people join, share the gospel. Yep. Um, skate, bike, run for Jesus. They scare uh, the crap out of me skating by on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to go when you die? <laughs> well, they must, they must have also done number 43, Crank call for Jesus. Call <laughs> random people sharing the gospel. Oh, can we do that? Oh, these are great. Um, make a flyer slash brochure, B-R-O-S-H-U-R-E, sure. about the true meaning of Christmas. Um, Christmas uh, spelled K-R-I-S-S-M-I-S-S. <laughs> M-I-N. Um, get in a parade and promote Jesus. <laughs> do crazy <laughs> to things. do today. Get in a parade. So <laughs> this huh? is all lowercase. Get in a parade. Wait, no, I did that. Do crazy things. Yell from school balcony. 
<laughs> Get in a parade. <laughs> um, see a hurt slash sick person and pull a Mark sixteen seventeen, but they don't say what, what that is. That? <laughs> Wait, I'll look it up. What is it called? Mark what? Sixteen seventeen. Oh my gosh! I can't wait to see what this verse is. Uh, but I like it's like pull unmarked sixteen seventeen. <laughs> okay, so <sighs> it says, and these signs will accompany or no shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. What the hell so is that? S- pull unmarked speaking tongues at them. <laughs> Just stand over sick people or people who've fallen on the ground? Uh, well, then Mark 16, 18 says, They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and shall recover. Well, I'm sorry, but this person said for me to do the other verse. Okay, so cast out devils. I'm going to be casting devils out of them when they <laughs> fall. Oh, man, my sides of my face. Uh, Street puppet shows. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to start with carrying a cross, I think. I'm going to go get in a parade. And on that (laughs) note. (laughs) Find us on Instagram and our Facebook page, Deconversion Therapy. Oh, oh, and send your stories about being witnessed to at work. Please do. Or times you witness to people. Hmm. That would be good. <laughs> All right, don't be shit shitty. I'm just to say that. Just don't be it. Don't be shit shitty. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>